Each of us have ghosts that haunt us, that haunt our memories, haunt our minds, and haunt our souls. This entire episode is going to talk about ghosts that live in our lives in a way that maybe you haven't put together or you haven't seen before, because I'm not only going to be talking about ghosts that exist inside haunted, creepy places, but I'm also going to talk about the ghosts that we carry with us, the ghosts of previous relationships. Now, one of the amazing things, because I did a little bit of research because I'm a nerd like that, is that I realized that, okay, is that a ghost is very similar to this new phrase that we have called ghosting, okay? And a ghost, what was that? <laughs> and a ghost is the soul or a spirit, okay? Soul or a spirit of a dead person that appears to be living, okay? That is the traditional definition of what a ghost is. In fact, the earliest recorded incident of a ghost, right, dates back to ancient Babylon, which is around 1500 BCE. And it's the image on a clay tablet, and it actually de depicts a male ghost being led back to the afterlife. And he has like, he has like his wrists bound together. And there's another um, individual that's sort of like dragging him back. Okay. And this artifact is actually owned by the British Museum. It's never been exhibited. It's never been shown to public. I happen to find this in the archives of the British Museum. Okay. About, you know, what was the earliest incident of a ghost that exists, right? So it makes actually this clay tablet barely even seem real okay and i think this is a, another theme of ghosts you know um and i think that's going to resonate throughout this conversation that i'm having with you today and by the way i so apologize i am taking like a cold and sinus um like tablet or something like this in order to help me because i've been really i've had a very strong head cold for the last couple of days so I just want to say sorry for my nasal voice uh, and thank you for bearing with me. And these thoughts are really just um, going to be coming off the cuff. So <laughs> I will attend, attempt to bring everything back together. Um, and how many, okay, how many of you out there have been ghosted or how many of you have seen a ghost? How many are, of you are still living with ghosts? And this is the bigger point that I have is that ghosts appear in our lives, they really do. And I, you know, maybe it's not necessarily a ghost uh, that is escaped from the afterlife. Maybe it's the ghost of a previous relationship, a previous, let's say, a lover or a friend, or maybe even a job you really loved and that they just stopped making plans and they bailed on you and, uh, you know, sent you a <laughs> sent you some sort of um, letter of layoff without you even being aware layoffs were happening. I mean, it's it's been a lot of energy these last couple of years. And oh, my God, what is that? Literally, can you guys hear that? <laughs> so sorry. It's really windy outside. Um, so so getting back to this concept of like of ghosting, right? Ghosting can happen in love. It can happen in families, family members, right? It can happen um, with careers, with friends. It can happen where you're walking into an old, creepy bed and breakfast on the East Coast that's known to have ghouls and hauntings and things like that. Um, so now that I've got a little bit of that information shared with you, like what this is about, 
I know that I start every podcast with a tarot reading, and this is to just talk about the energy of what to expect uh, coming up. So let me just jump into that, and we're going to get back into weaving this tarot reading into the theme of ghosts. Now, why am I doing a ghosting theme? Um, This is actually the weekend of Easter. It's an important religious um, holiday for many Christians around the world, which is when uh, Jesus Christ, one of the ascended masters of this um, of the universe, uh, actually rises up from the dead. And he, um, and I'm sorry, I'm not a theologian or a religious scholar, so we're just going to go off what I know. <laughs> um, but he rised from the dead and went back to important people to share messages. Okay, so I am just including that in the context here because I feel like there are so many different ways in which we can talk about uh, connecting to the afterlife, about feeling the ghosts in our lives, about seeing ghosts. Now, um, you know, I'm not trying to say that Jesus Christ was a ghost, but um, maybe I am a little bit. So I'm just exploring the idea and having fun. So please, let's not get too judgmental. (laughs) I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just saying that, like, it's just back to this concept of proving that we are more than what we see. Okay. You know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I'll believe it when I see it. And I think the important message here is that you need to believe it in order to see it. So let me go ahead and pull out some of the tarot cards. And then let me just dig back into this like really juicy concept of ghosting and of ghost. Um, I am using the doodle tarot. If anybody is curious, uh, I am shuffling the first card coming out. Interesting. So the first card that comes out is the queen of pentacles, which is uh, somebody, an individual, maybe perhaps yourself that is feeling slightly chaotic, um, maybe feeling a little bit like jealous, um, maybe feeling uh, ungrounded, maybe dreaming a lot, uh, somebody that is just uh, holding on to, um, let's see here, just somebody that's just basically holding tight. Okay, there's like a tightness, right? And, uh, you know, I to think about all of this is another reason why I was prompted to do this uh, episode on ghosting and ghost is because so many people that I know have been experiencing this in their life. Okay, myself included. So uh, I have one of my good friends um, had uh, a client ghost on him and leave him um, unpaid for services, which is horrendous. So I'm just talking about how she ghosted on him. Then we also have um, another individual that I I know uh, had to ghost a gentleman um, for being fraudulent and for also uh, conning her out of uh, like thousands of dollars, which is so unfortunate and um, of an incredible, like is setting up for having that experience haunt her until the debt is paid off. Um, It's basically kind of like the Tindler Swindler sort of scenario. So by the way, watch out for those scammers pretending to be me because this is what they do. Those scammers uh, might send you a message on TikTok, even while I'm live or messages on Instagram saying that they are me and they ask you to send money for a reading. And then what do they do? As soon as you send the money, they block and delete you and they ghost you. 
So these are all of the different definitions of how ghosts and ghosting show up in our lives. So I could understand that Queen of Pentacles being shown up here, like in the tarot spread, because a lot of people are just chaotic, feeling mean, feeling maybe a little bit vindictive and angry about having to process through these emotions. The next card that comes out is the Page of Cups. And for me, the Page of Cups really is talking about needing to believe in happier news coming towards you. Okay. You need to believe in the happy news. You need to tap into your spiritual, your into spirituality. You need to tap into spirituality so that you can allow creativity to help guide you out of the stuck energy that you might be feeling. The next card that comes up is the Three of Swords, which is about healing from trauma, overcoming depression. It is about forgiveness. It's about letting go. It is healing the heart that has been broken. And that is the common theme here with ghosts. Whether we're talking about a ghost, a ghost story, um, you know, a lot of ghost stories are tied to heartbreak. And, you know, I'm just like blown away right now that I could have pulled these cards. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) this is literally so on point with what I want to talk about in this podcast. So let's just get into it. So we have defined what a ghost is. We have, I have spoken about ghosting and you can see that oftentimes that ghosting and ghosts start with the, with the trauma. It starts with, um, grief, depression, heartbreak. So many ghost stories are connected to sad, fatal loss of life unexpectedly. Uh, sometimes it's like a fire in a house, right? These are, this is sort of like a classic, uh, ghost story, or you can think about another type of ghost, uh, hauntings that are really popular are the kinds that are set inside mental institutions and, um, and the injustices that were, um, done to individuals in those facilities and that their soul is is seeking justice. And it is the reason why they don't pass into the afterlife and that they stay in this sort of purgatory energy and why they stay in the 3d, uh, plane. So, uh, so we have, those are the type of classic ghost stories that are occurring most commonly in literature. Um, you know, the lovers who, uh, were unable to be one another, be with one another, um, that that's another common uh, type of ghost story. Somebody who was so forlorn that their lover left, uh, that they left off a cliff and now haunt a local like uh, light tower, things like that. Okay, so we have a, we have so many different ways in which ghosts show up in literature and in uh, spoken stories, like stories you might hear from other people, whether it is in town locally or if it is stuff that is. Um, like, uh, like just from a collection of ghost stories, like, you know, nonfiction ghost stories that are collected from various places around the world. I know that I've been to one of the most famous, uh, hotels for ghosts, and this is in Colorado and this is where the shining was filmed. And the day that I was there, it is at the top of this mountain in Colorado. 
this hotel. And let me tell you, from the moment I walked through those doors and I, um, you know, felt my feet on top of that plush carpet and I looked down and walked down some of those hallways and there was a heavy mist that was all around this hotel. So you couldn't even see off the mountain. I mean, it felt otherworldly. And, um, I remember energetically being there and of course my memory of being there, like (laughs) if there was any place there was going to be a ghost, it was here at this hotel where the shining was shot. I just, it was freaky beyond. (laughs) I just like, you know, I didn't specifically see anything, but I felt so uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable. I didn't really want to be there. It was intriguing. Yeah, I did want to kind of see a ghost, but at the same time, there was something that was slightly terrifying and um, very depressing. Like it was just the energy was very depressing. It was not a resort like that I would intentionally want to stay at. So I was really happy that we were there for only uh, the day. And um, and I've been to other types of uh, spiritual spiritual places where you could feel the energy of ancestors. So I'm thinking really specifically of Chaco Canyon. And this is a First Nation um, site. I do believe it's in New Mexico. I've been to so many different uh, reservations that I lose track of where each one is, but you can always Google Chaco Canyon. And you could, it was one of the most important trading points for Native Americans um, at its time when it was um, uh, operating, like, you know, when the civilization was alive. And this is going back, I think, to like the 14th century, 14th century, 15th century, a long time ago, before America was ever discovered. And, um, and although the ruins that we walked around were mostly crumbled, I will tell you, I could feel ancestral energy walking around these grounds. So I'm talking about this as a way to help you start to understand energy and that energy can be linked to different geographical locations and it can be related to certain traumas and experiences, right? Um, And part of the reason why I'm setting up with that is because I want to dive a bit deeper into the ghosts that walk with us that are from the trauma of relationships. Okay, because I think a lot of times what I see as a medium and helping people make energetic pivots, whether we're talking to their loved ones, okay, whether they're overcoming the loss of, of a loved one. Okay, just depends on where they're at in their life and where they're at on their timeline. Um that can be very connected to certain geographical places. So energy does indeed have a type of imprint on location. And when you are an empath, when you're an intuitive, when you are some, any type of energy healer, you will pick that energy up when you step into these certain geographical locations. Um, but I'm not done talking about just straight up ghost stories. You can go anywhere else for straight up ghost stories. I want to tie this into how ghosts haunt us. Okay. And, uh, I am right now in the midst of, um, understanding as I, as I share this with you and as I'm connected to my spiritual counsel to help me guide this flow and this conversation, one of the things that they are helping me to understand is that many times in my mediumship reading, um, individuals have moved beyond the grief of that loss of a loved one, because sometimes the loss of a loved one is like grandparents, 
um, or family members who had been ill for some time. And it was a relief for them to uh, allow the body to release from the soul so that they can move into the afterlife. And oftentimes in mediumship readings, what I end up focusing on are messages from loved ones and spirit guides to the querent or the person I'm doing the reading for. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because many of these individuals that I have done reading for, okay, definitely off of TikTok. This is a lesson from TikTok right here, okay? Is that these individuals walk forward into relationships and oftentimes face similar themes from the previous relationship that had um, that had caused heartbreak. So for very so here's a very like a general example of what I'm trying to share. First of all, is that if you can imagine that there is an amazing woman, she's like um, in her 30s or 40s, and she lost um, a father figure when she was younger. And it was obviously traumatizing. Let's say she lost this uh, father figure when she was like uh, 15 or 16. So like high school years. And, um, and in losing that parent felt the grief, uh, felt um, the sorrow and the pain of losing a, a parent figure. But more importantly, oftentimes what I find in mediumship readings is that the, the soul or the spirit interprets death as a type of abandonment. And what ends up happening to many of these individuals is that they go on to, and this is not all of them, just I just enough for me to make this podcast. Okay. So I feel like if you're listening to this, you probably are interested and it might resonate for you. Okay. So maybe if I just reach one person, I'm feeling good on this. Um, but that there, there is this repeat trauma that happens to an individual if the trauma is not healed. Okay. Three of swords upright. If you want to Google that on tarot or if you know tarot. So when the trauma isn't healed, it means that the lesson needs to repeat until the ghost of that lesson can be released. Okay. (laughs) And so abandonment is a significant issue for many individuals. The, the, the loss of someone unexpectedly feeling traumatized, um, from the loss of an individual and this sort of like, um, this sort of like loss of like intimacy unexpectedly with a close friend or a lover, or like I said, a a job that somebody loses, I mean, can trigger these deeper abandonment issues. Now along my way and all of the stuff I love to read, I have heard the quote that abandonment is something that can only happen to children, whereas adults can choose whether they feel abandoned or not. I will say yes, that is very true, but I have done mediumship readings for individuals and I am able to allow the the loved ones show me their inner child around age eight and how that child at age eight is very different than the person I'm speaking to and that they have, um, they have lost connection to that inner child that needs healing uh, because the inner child can still be in grief from the abandonment issues. Look at us running deep. Okay. Hey, now, (laughs) but I want to say the reason why we're headed into this heavy area is because like I said, so many people have been ghosted lately and it's traumatizing. It is a type of trauma and I want people to heal. 
And I know that ghosts uh, that linger around haunted hotels or those uh, medical facilities are energies that need to be released and let go. I will tell you, very exciting in my world of mediumship, live on TikTok, I have had to only invoke the archangels once to take a lost soul to the other side, to the afterlife, to help release the energy of a haunting that a father who had to let go of his wife and three kids too soon um, was refusing to let go of. And this is what a haunting is, is an energy that refuses to let go of. So if you have suffered heartbreak recently, or even within the last three years, but you haven't been able to energetically let go of that individual, that is a ghost that haunts you. And that's what the purpose of this entire podcast is about. How do we make pivots within our lives to let ghosts go? It is challenging. It's very difficult if, if, if it's tied into the deeper negative beliefs of abandonment. It is challenging when we are trying to um, when we're trying to heal those early trauma wounds, uh, when we are trying to learn how to make those energetic pivots, I just want you to know you're not alone. And that the grief that you feel towards somebody that just suddenly abandons you is very real. And that that grief feels like death. And that that grief of abandonment, that grief of someone that ghosts you, it is a... It is a type of, of uh, it is a type of trauma, and I see this come up in so many of my mediumship readings that I wanted to talk about it today, um, because you know, page of cups. It's time for happy news. It's time for spirituality and creativity to pull you out of the depths of a haunting. So, let's get into it. How do we start to release ghosts from our lives? First thing that you need to do is acknowledge the ghost is there right? I love that there was a movie with uh, Nicole Kidman. And this is just popping into my mind right now. There was a uh, a movie with Nicole Kidman, and it was um, a, like a ghost story. And uh, she was very traumatized. They were talking about ghosts. I was spoiler alert. It comes to you come to realize towards the end of the movie, that um that they indeed were the ghosts that were stuck in this uh, house because of trauma. And so as soon as they became aware that they were the ghosts stuck in the house due to trauma, that started to, if I remember correctly, because I haven't seen this movie for a heck of a long time, I'll try to remember it and uh, share it with anybody who's interested, or you can just look at Nicole Kidman's anthology of movies, which is going to be long, but um, this was one of the critical pieces to releasing their energies so that they could clear out and move on. And this is what often ghost hunters do. It's not just about hunting the ghost. It's about acknowledging that they are real. And when you can acknowledge that the ghost is real, then you can start to take positive action to clear the energy from your life. So the very first thing that I've learned, one of the first lessons from TikTok is that you need to acknowledge the ghost that's in your life. What is haunting you lately? What is keeping you energetically stuck? What is preventing you from wanting to, um, you know, step forward into a new relationship? What What is keeping you stuck so that you feel like you can't apply for, you know, the next position if this is related to a, a company or a group of people ghosting you? 
What do you need to do to acknowledge the ghost? And why is it that you're trying to avoid the ghost that has been haunting you? Is it because of the pain? Is it because it's so difficult and unbearable to admit? Um, Well, I'll tell you, it's time to overcome uh, the ghost. And uh, it's time to acknowledge, it's time to acknowledge that there was a reason that this relationship came to an end. So lesson number two from TikTok and from whatever discovered in mediumship readings is that acceptance is absolutely so important. Accepting that this incident happened and there are the stages of grief. There's anger, denial, shock. Shock is often the first phase of ghosting is like, I can't believe it. What did I do wrong? Why did this happen to me? Uh, uh, You have to go through the five stages of grief in order to get to the second lesson that I'm offering here, which is acceptance. And so the five stages of grief, um, let me just see here. Where is my phone? Oh, I put it somewhere. I don't know. Uh, oh, here it is. Let me just Google really quick. Look, at I'm keeping this so real because <laughs> I just want to make sure I have um, <laughs> all of the information for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the first, I say the first is like shock denial. Okay. Shock and denial. You can't believe that you were ghosted. And then from there, after denial, oftentimes, although I will tell you that healing is non-linear, the second thing is anger. Like, who are they to ghost me? How come they had the right to treat me this way? The third stage of grief is bargaining, which is, well, if only I showed up 30 minutes early every day to my job, they wouldn't have like just tossed me out. They wouldn't have just sent me a paper telling me I'm laid off, right? Bargaining in relationships can be like, well, if I never express my needs and wants, then, you know, I would have kept them happy and I would still be in the relationship, which is a gong show. Don't ever do that. Always show up being yourself, sharing what your needs and wants are in a relationship. So the bargaining phase is part of the path of healing. Once you've gotten through those three phases, generally what comes next is you feel depressed. You're just like, man, I feel depressed. Sort of like the feeling I had at that hotel in Colorado, which was, oh, this is depressing. <laughs> and, and then the final stage is acceptance. Okay, so you might need to go through those five stages of grief. And like I say, it's nonlinear, but it's time to over, overcome the depression. It's time to heal from the trauma of the ghosts that live in your life. It's time to say goodbye you no longer serve my highest good. And what you may find as soon as you let these ghosts free within your energy, within your mind, body, and soul, is that you start to feel more creativity. You start to feel that page of cups energy, which is the happy news. And you start feeling like yourself again. One of the things that I also like to share with people, so this is lesson number three uh, on how to exercise uh, ghosts from your life, is that it's truly important to understand at the core of yourself is unconditional worth, unconditional love, and that you are constantly in growth. 
from the moment you're born to the moment that you pass over into the afterlife yourself. This life is all about learning. It is all about loving and it is all about expansion of your soul. And this is what I see time and time again as a medium. You are meant to expand your soul, even through the hardship of being ghosted, of facing abandonment issues. So this is a lot to cram into a very quick, short little podcast. And this is really just the icing of it. I mean, I want people to take a deep dive and understand what, what does being ghosted, what are the ghosts in your life telling you you need to heal? And how can you let those ghosts go? I will tell you any person, any job that just kicks you out and ghosts you was not worthy of you. Okay. That is basically uh, letting the trash take itself out. And it's in a very accelerated manner. It happens fast. It happens swiftly. I see the image of a guillotine falling right now, which is like a horrific image. But here we are talking about ghosts and ghosting. And it is it is a swift fall of the blade that someone that you love, someone or a group of people that you were connected to can just instantly sever. So the fourth lesson that I wanted to share with people is that no matter how swift these ghosts uh, come into our life, right? We're just left with a ghost, the remnants of like a past experience, and we're breathing in the here and now and present. And we've accepted that we've been ghosted and we've we've accepted that um, it's time to let those ghosts go. And, and we need to start to clear our energy. And the way that we clear the energy is by overcoming the depression. But mo- but forgiveness, forgiveness is such an important piece to letting ghosts go. Forgive them for doing what they did not know. Okay. And I know that's like a biblical reference. And it's probably not said even as well as as it said in the Bible, but um, I'm just making sure it's still recording because it says that I'm almost down on time. I don't know how to change the time marker. Um, okay, good. It's going to let me keep recording. Okay. Like I said, this is all very new to me. So I appreciate you guys for um, listening with me and uh, working through these like little bit of these technical issues. So Forgiveness, you know, just I the other piece that's often not talked about in the um, five stages of grief is forgiving the individual. It's one of the beautiful energetic ways that we can let ghosts go from our life and and to discover how this has been an opportunity for accelerated expansion and growth of your soul. At the core of you, like I have said before, is this this core, the core of you is filled with love and it is filled with this unconditional worth. It exists. And the only reason why you might be disconnected from that energy is because the lens in which you're able to view this is obstructed by the events, the dirt, so to speak, of the, of the ghosts, of the traumas, of the events that have happened to you. And I want you to know that if you've been ghosted, you can clear this energy, that this energy can be released and that you have the power within yourself right now, here and now to be able to do that. 
Um, it's interesting. I find that I'm being called to share with individuals right now that there is so much power in uh, mindfulness as a path to heal. So let's say, okay, so number step number five in the lessons from TikTok on ghosting and ghosts is that mindfulness, being very mindful of the thoughts that you have, um, saying prayers, if that's something that resonates for you, or just getting into a meditative state can be a way for you to release the ghosts, to let them go. You have the capacity to become aware of the thoughts that trickle through your mind and understand if there is a certain memory, a certain thought, a certain negative belief that you keep ruminating over that keeps taking you back to step two, which is preventing you from accepting that you have been ghosted or it's preventing you from energetically moving forward then you need to, you need to take, you need to take a time out here. You need to evaluate those thoughts, write it down, get it into a journal, let it go. Mindfulness is a way to help cleanse yourself of negative beliefs and, and thoughts. So if you hit a moment where you feel like you're caught in this like negative vortex of, um, of getting pulled back into like bargaining or you're getting pulled back into being angry or you're feeling depressed uh, or you're back to feeling denial, right? Any of those, those previous five um, stages of grief, understand that you're still healing. So be kind to yourself. And what I like to suggest to people is that if the journaling thing isn't for you, or if you already journaled, you still feel caught in that energy, do something that's kind, do something that's good for you. So make yourself a fantabulous tea, maybe pull out a book. Um, it could be fiction. It could be nonfiction. Maybe just Netflix. Maybe you just need to watch Netflix. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you just need to go for a walk. Maybe you need to get connected to uh, standing by a lake or a beach um, and feeling nature. But mindfulness is certainly a very healing factor uh, to letting ghosts go within our lives. The final step that I, I believe will help with healing the trauma of ghosts and being ghosted in your life. I'm just, I'm just listening right now. Okay. So my spiritual counsel says, why don't you go ahead and pull out the tarot cards and pull two more cards. Okay, that one came out quite quick. Oh my God, this is so amazing. <laughs> Seven of Wands, okay, which is oh, so good. Let me see what card comes out next. Seven of Wands is about taking the higher ground. It is about creating healthy boundaries for yourself. It's about standing up for yourself. It is about being assertive and saying, I know my worth. And if you ghosted me and you think if you believe that the energy of you haunting me is going to stay around myself for even a second longer, take a hike. <laughs> the seven of wands has a stick figure with like a karate kid style headband on. And the stick figure is holding a massive wooden, um, like, uh, like a wood log up. And it is holding back all of this negative energy. 
and behind it, the sun is rising. And so I oftentimes read the seven of wands card as telling people that the universe is on your side. It's telling you to make these healthy boundaries and you can make healthy boundaries from these negative thoughts, from these negative experiences, from these negative people. Make sure if you have a ghost that is literally still walking here on earth and, and you're somehow connected to them on social media, block and delete, block and delete. You no longer need to get any kind. You don't need to see updates on their status. Okay. Healthy boundaries. Let's see what the last card is. That just blows my mind away. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. And then the last card that comes out, ah, oh, this is so beautiful too. It's five of cups reversed. And again, this is about having hope. It's about a forgiveness. It's about moving on and healing. You suddenly realize that there is a sun. There is a universe that is working towards your highest good. And although the ghosting situation can be traumatizing and, um, and it can, it, it is a type of heartbreak. It's a tarp, a type of grief. It's a type of trauma being ghosted. Um, you have the power to create healthy boundaries and say, I'm doing this for myself. I forgive them for not knowing better. I forgive them for not having the capacity to use language and common decency to have a conversation, to offboard me as a client, to, uh, to end the romance. I forgive you for, not being better. And I am choosing to be the steward of my own health and I'm moving on and I'm healing. So I, dang, this tarot reading is so on fire. So, um, I, I certainly know that there are so many people who are dealing with the energy of ghosts and with the energy of ghosting and if there's anything that I can share with you in this last, you know, 40, 45 minutes, it's that you have the power to heal. You have the power to be the exorcist of ghosts in your life. You are capable of holding healthy boundaries and saying, I will no longer accept that negative draining ghost to be energetically stuck in my vibration a moment longer. <sighs> powerful. So I hope that this episode uh, resonates for you. I always tell people if you got thoughts, um, you know, send me a DM on Instagram. I love uh, the DM on Instagram because I can send videos and stuff like that. I also want you guys to know if you leave a review on this podcast, I will pull per week one person to get a one-on-one -on -one 30 minute uh, balance reading with me. And that includes mediumship. And if necessary, sometimes depending on the energy of that reading, sometimes can include tarot and Oracle cards, but I will be pulling somebody that leaves a review on Apple or Spotify. Um, and I will, I will let people know on Instagram who will win that. The final thing, two other things, two other things. If you're interested in getting a fresh start in your life, I have a $10 workbook that I created that is filled with worksheets on mindset, wellness, and manifestation to help you get unstuck and to help you step into having a fresh start in your life. 
The final piece, I'm so excited. Um, I know I haven't been feeling super great this week, so I was off TikTok. I will tell you that I have been building Intuition Academy, which is um, an in-depth program to help you heal your life, to help you unblock your intuition, learn what your gifts are, build your lightworker healer toolbox and start your own spiritual business. Or if you're already a spiritual coach or spiritual entrepreneur, this will help take you to the next level in scaling your business. Uh, That is super exciting. I'm so excited. You guys, thank you so much for taking time to listen to my podcast. Um, Like I said, it was done on a cold and sinus, (laughs) Um, like medicine, um, because I incorporate traditional and non-traditional modalities of healing. I am sending so much light and love to each and every single one of you. I'm so proud of you for being on your journey exactly where you are. I am wanting to remind you that you are capable of healing trauma and that you have come into this podcast for a reason because perhaps you're ready to forgive and let go of the ghosts in your life. See you in my next podcast. Cheers.